today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Let's bring in Ken McLeod, Associate Professor of Music History and Culture, University of Toronto, uh, and he is with us now. Ken, thanks very much for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Uh, no problem, Scott. So how do you think Gore Downey will be remembered? How much of an impact does this have on Canadians? Well, I mean, it's going to have a tremendous impact on us. I mean, he's right there with Leonard Cohen. We've lost, you know, really one of the true voices of of, of our Canadian soul, I think, uh, with his passing. I mean, just a tremendous legacy of music and performance. 30-plus year, 30 years of music, 30-plus years of performances, uh, uh, a legacy of raising awareness of brain cancer research, of uh, First Nations reconciliation, uh, just a, tr- a tremendous loss, yeah. Uh, obviously, he wasn't the first to wear his Canadiana on his sleeve, but certainly made it mainstream. Talk about his commitment to Canada in his lyrics. Yeah, I don't think he was, you know, I think some people mistake uh, a little bit of, of what was happening in his lyrics uh, uh, for sort of an overt nationalism. And I don't think he was overtly nationalistic. He talked about Canada, he talked about places, he talked about uh, people and experiences of Canada, but, but it wasn't an overtly political consciously political act or consciously uh, nationalistic uh, uh, project on, on, on his part. It but he was, certainly really didn't do, he certainly didn't do anything to curb it like most would or some would. Well, no, but I think it was more of, about being sort of telling an authentic story and right. telling uh, sometimes with, 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 with problems. Uh, and, and, you know, there wasn't always necessarily Wheat Kings is not necessarily a positive look at the country. Um, but uh, 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 I, I think it's embodying sort of the authentic uh, uh, voice, the authentic experience of the country. And so sort of vicariously it gets this uh, nationalistic uh, 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 overtone to it. And, and it's nothing he would disavow necessarily, but he wasn't a, a nationalist. It wasn't pro-Canada. It wasn't, you know, he was pro-Canadian, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't... It wasn't that wasn't his objective. He was just telling it wasn't stories. His objective. Yeah. Exactly. He would, but, you know, again, it's, 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 many wouldn't tell Canadian stories at that time. Um, sure, or at least uh, I'm not sure that they wouldn't tell Canadian stories. Uh, uh, it, you know, everybody, every artist has their their muse and what speaks to them, and certainly uh, Canadian spaces and places are what spoke to to, to Gord Downey. And and you know, I can't speak for for to other artists, but other things uh, may have motivated them more, and that's that's fair enough. I mean, if everybody was singing, talking about Canada and Canadian places spaces experiences uh then then uniqueness of, of even what they brought and 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 what Gord Downey uh, brought to the uh to the musical scene uh, would be lost so it's a very sort of unique set of circumstances i think that we have here want to hear more download the podcast on itunes or google play and listen to the scott thompson show weekdays from noon to three on am 900 chml